podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Football City Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. I am joined as ever by Psychic Josh. Good to be here, Boyd. Uh, Tim Payne is here, the esteemed Arsenal Supporters Trust person. Thank you, Boyd. Yeah, and just esteemed human being. And we've got a new guest tonight, the remarkable poet. I wouldn't say remarkable. I'm calling you remarkable as you sit here now. Before me, bless you. Thank Looking you so remarkable. Um, you are what I believe the youngsters call a YouTuber. Is that correct? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah a YouTuber. That's my kind of Alan Partridge done introduction. <laughs> see how in just, such just a with the kids. Yeah, go on. What age group do you regard the kids as these days, boy? Anything below thirty-five. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so you're one for a start. Oh, um, yeah. Guilty. But certainly the YouTube generation, you are part of the YouTube, aren't you, Pai? Yeah, yeah, it's quite enjoyable. And so you've got this thing called Filthy Fellas, which is like a YouTube channel. Yeah. So what do you do? What do the Filthy Fellas sounds quite rude, but it isn't. I've had a, I did have a look. I did my research. And oh, basically, the lots of you sitting around talking about football seems to me what happens. Yeah, and obviously you know in a great, good way. We just thought to ourselves that the tone in which uh, the likes of Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher and many different other... Uh, people that are involved in the football world speak about football it's a very professional tone yeah. but I said there's no one that speaks to speaks about football in a tone that you would speak about playing FIFA or sitting down with your friends yeah. that sort of Jack Wilshire do you mind playing for the NHS or Arsenal like what do you want to do and I thought to myself we need to stop treating these human beings like they're extraordinary individuals they're footballers they're humans so if I'm vexed about the way in which they've played I'm going to let them know yeah. so we've got a bag of people that think the same way as I do and we made a show called Filthy Fellas and I think um, yeah it's quite nice yeah, enjoyable it's good thanks for coming in um, we, we're like the same except obviously we're old and not on well you're not old you're young uh, Josh <laughs> not on uh, YouTube yet 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 um, go on what were you going to say no, only to say that, you know, thanks for acknowledging my, my age. I think you're, you're not, I don't think of you as, like, older generation, boy. I'm really old, Josh. You don't realise. this. I know I've got this, like, bald baby face, but I'm really, 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 <laughs> really old. Um, let's not go into it right now. So we're all at the game last night. That was night. the 1931 Cup final. John, <laughs> it's a glorious one. Are you John Terry old? I'm John Terry old, I am. That kind so, of old. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. Yeah, even older. Um, I was at, but I was at, I'm so old. I was at the match last night, and um, we all. I know you, Josh, you were you were hanging out with Paul Merson. Can we say that? Well, I've said it. Now. Yeah, yeah. We had a play with the legend event with Paul, which was great fun. Paul yeah. and Perry. But you were with. I was with. I basically Dan Baldwin, who used to be on this podcast quite regularly, husband of Holly Willoughby, TV producer. He'll love that you've had to acknowledge him. I always call him. I used to call him Mr. Willoughby. Obviously. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. He was. Uh, he got into. He was invited into a box. Um, by powers that be at Arsenal. What box number were you in last night? I can't remember the name of the box. It was 117 or... It was in the, in the clock end, right in the middle of the clock end, which is a view I've never had before. So that was interesting for a start. Mm. And it's a completely different experience because I'm normally on the corner of the North Bank and the East Stand. We're yeah. right at the, so there was that. Right away fans. Well, yeah, right in the... In the some good away fans, yeah. I was right. Probably a better atmosphere, I imagine, yeah. than there was in the... In we the, must have been most of the ground. Yeah. We must have been very close. I was uh, also above the away fans. Oh, OK. Yeah. And then, um, so the... But the brilliant thing, I don't want to go about too much, but I did meet um, uh, Thierry Omri, oh. very briefly. Did Bobby Perez pop in? 
Bobby Pierce was, I didn't, we didn't see him. He pops into our box. Yeah. What a gent. He was hanging around. Oozes class. He was hanging around. So I shook Thierry on his hand for the second time in my life, and he was, he was very sweet. Did you have a photo? Didn't, do you know what? I didn't get a photo because he was kind of busy talking to Bob Wilson. Then I said hello to Bob Wilson, who's been on this podcast, and he remembered. And he actually wow. said, my, you're, you're my friend. That's what he said to me. So I'm now officially Bob Wilson's friend. So that was the second Oh, mate, you got a better life than me This right is good, now. isn't it, right? This is quality. And then, but to top it all, Liam Brady was there, and Liam Brady came into our box... As like a kind of you know host type thing, I got his photo taken with me and Dermot and Dan. I've got my I put it, I put it up on Twitter and Instagram last night. And Liam Brady is my all time Arsenal hero. You see, you're, you're pretty too young for Liam Brady era. Well, my dad used but, to tell me about it. Yeah, right. Left yeah. foot maestro. But yeah, I don't yeah. know much. And he used to when he used to look after the academy boys. I had a he friend did. called Peggy, and Peggy used to play for. The, uh, um, he was the best under fifteen in the DM in the whole of Europe at the right. time. And oh, that's um, good. yeah, I met Liam a couple of times. Oh, there you nice go. Person. Yeah, and he's absolutely. You, have, you, have you met him, Tim? You also met him. Yeah, he's yeah. absolutely. He was so nice and so kind of you know just would do anything. So that was the whole that was the whole that was the main joy of it was mainly ready. And then we had obviously the lavish food and that you get in the box. Yeah, let's just not talk about the game. Let's talk about your dinner. <laughs> yeah, well the whole thing was downhill from there. The dinner, oh yeah, was like a, um, a lovely chicken with um, like mashed potatoes, mustard sure. mashed potatoes. A buffet. There was a buffet thing. There was a lemon meringue pie, which was fantastic. Yeah, but the whole thing that was the best thing about Can this. I ask you on this question. Yes. Was, did you miss some of the game because you were busy in the box? No, we didn't miss it. No, we didn't were very good. Minute. Didn't miss a minute. No. Because people do sometimes. I know, of course they do. Yeah, no, but no, we were very good. We were absolutely, we took, we availed ourselves of the luxury goods, food yeah. and drink. Um, and then we made sure we watched every single minute of the game, which, what, so we'll talk about. We'll talk about that, maybe. The, the uh, I mean, really, go, I mean, because you're, because you're, this is the first time on the podcast, we should establish, yeah. what's your feeling, you know, how, how do you sit in the, you know, as we all define ourselves, or people define ourselves as being, are you Arsene knows best? Are you Wenger out? What, what's your current situation regarding our esteemed manager and the way the team's going? I look at it like, if you're in a 10-year marriage and you're honest with your missus, <laughs> and you're there for 10 years and you do everything by the book, and then all of a sudden she wakes up and says, you know, I've had enough of this, I'm out. Then you're back on the prowl talking to girls. You're not going to be the same you were 10 years ago. You need to practice and get into it. Now, we've been out of the title race for so long. Does Wenger know how to be in the title race? I don't think he does. I think he's a little bit... He's a little bit out of the loop. I don't think he knows how to approach certain games, so on and so forth. And yesterday, to me, was just a prime example of that. Certain things he'd done, I, I genuinely do not understand. So, um, I don't... Like what? What do you think, like, specifically? What do you think? Little things, like, no disrespect to Flamini. I understand he's, a, you know, he's been there for a little while, gone away, he's come back. But Francis Cochrane, if he's 70% fit, to me, he's going to be a hell of a lot more useful than Matthew Flamini. And, um... Yeah. Just little things like his distribution is a lot better than a Flamini. I expect Flamini to give away the ball a couple of times. And when you're playing a game where in which everyone's playing on this Tuesday night, we need to get a result because we've you know we haven't scored in the past two games and so on and so forth. Play your best eleven. Play your yeah. best eleven. We got Bournemouth on Sunday. No disrespect to Bournemouth, but Southampton at home to me is going to be a harder game than Bournemouth away. And that is again yeah, no maybe. disrespect to Bournemouth. Play your best eleven. Get a result there. Build the confidence after our past two games, and then go for it on Sunday. And if you want to play Flamini on Sunday, I won't even mind it. I think Flamini is good enough to play against Bournemouth away. But Southampton, we saw in the previous game, they yeah. sussed it. They knew how to deal with us. Play two DMs. Play counter attacking football. And Realistically, again, it's just it was such a disappointing game. Yeah. Such a disappointing game. Uh, the the Flamini thing is an important point, isn't it? I, mean, I was surprised. I tweeted before when I saw the team. And I was surprised he was picked. I was surprised. It must have been a fitness thing on the view that Cochrane wasn't ready. To it's do. a cliche, Two isn't it? Games after right. a long layoff okay. in what seventy-two hours. So that sure. would have been a fitness. Yeah, thing. Um, but the whole Ramsey 
um, Flamini work. isn't working, it? is it? No, it just doesn't work. Working. It's just, and it's gone on and on now for like for weeks. I don't know how long it's gone on for. But for me, what does it take for someone to realise he's just Well, of course, he's, he's done a classic Arsenal thing and signed a midfielder who immediately goes lame. Yeah, so yeah. didn't have a pick of El Nenny. He wasn't. He wasn't anywhere to be seen yesterday, was he? Maybe he was in no. your box. Did you spot <laughs> well, him? I didn't everyone, see him. Everyone was in your box. Yeah, right, except for El Nenny. Yeah, and Nenny wasn't there. I think Ramsey's very frustrated, and from what I understand, what? from from someone that would know, because he doesn't quite feel that you know Flamini's been necessarily a good enough partner for him in that midfield. And I oh. think Ramsey looks like he cares more than anyone else at certain points. And I think I noticed that most when they were all coming off the pitch at Anfield having just blown what would have been a crucial three points. And I said it before in the pod, I think people are a bit nice about the fact we lost two points that night because it was Anfield and Liverpool away and it's not a bad point. Ramsey looked furious coming off the pitch and the rest of them were like, oh, you know, got a point, hugging each other. Ramsey was sort of on his own, head down, like did the applause to the crowd. And I've been told he's very, very frustrated. And I think there's been some stuff in the papers the last couple of weeks about Man City being interested and that being an option in the summer. And there I say, I think if we finish fourth, it's a real possibility. I went over to finish fourth. He might. Don't be silly. If we finish, okay, let's just say, if we finish away from the title race, which I don't think we will, but I think we have another season where we we don't, you know, really Mm. change major honours. It might kind of be time. We forget he's been there a lot, a long, a long time. It might be, it might be the year someone like him moves on. Yeah, but circumstances are circumstances. They are what they are. At the end of the day, you can't be blaming your partner for giving away the ball in unnecessary positions. I just feel like he doesn't have the impact he should have in certain games. When that was it, two seasons ago, when he was an absolutely incredible on fire. I don't think you would have complained about his partner being Arteta. I don't think Arteta is that great. I don't think he's any. I don't think he's much better than Flamini. At the end of the day, I think as individuals and the Arsenal team, you've got to take responsibility for yourself. You've got to pull your socks up. And Ramsey yesterday, he can blame Flamini. He can blame the floodlights. He can blame his missus getting angry with him. He was incredibly poor yesterday. Done just absolutely nothing. Maybe he would just like had a change, baby. though, if you've got Pep Guardiola being dangled at you. Maybe that is more sexy. Yeah, than but you Pep Guardiola is probably mm. going to bring in Thiago. Is Thiago better than Ramsey? Do I have silly hair? Yeah, there's no way <laughs> Ramsey can ever even walk in the shadow of Thiago. So Ramsey needs to stop making excuses. To me, Ertzel, I don't think Ertzel wants to play with Giroud in front of him. Do you see him complaining about it? No, Ertzel yesterday, to me, oozed class. If we were going to get anything from I saw him have a go at Flamini at one point. And right. I did, and, so, yeah. and I was happy with that. Yeah. And Sanchez, again, yeah. I just thought when we went forward, if we're going to do anything, it's going to be Ertzel and Sanchez. And if Ramsey's getting frustrated with Flamini, he needs to be frustrated with himself. There were so many times where he got the ball... And one thing I hear about Ramsey, one touch, two touch, three touch. There was an example where I think we got the ball second half, middle of the park, comes to Sanchez and he knocks it first time without even looking. Purely because I feel yeah, like yeah, he has yeah, a good absolutely. idea yeah. of what he wants yeah. to do with the ball before he gets it. Yeah. Ramsey feels like he needs about two or three seconds to sort of suss out what he needs yeah. to do. And, and even that's frustrating. No, I agree with that. He slows things down, doesn't he? He was definitely Gosh. slowing things down last night. In fact, because yes. of my new view um, from the <laughs> clock end, quite high up, I could see. It's easier to see. Are you buying a box for next season? <laughs> We're going to buy a box. Yeah, 50 grand or something, isn't it? I think. Oh, I, uh, I think it starts at about 70 oh, for does a 12 seat. Oh, okay. But you could just, just get hang a 10 out other people's. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> hang out another To be people's. fair, there are always loads of seats available in the boxes because it gets to the stage where people have so much money. Yeah. I've actually, yeah. I know someone who, who was in Usmanov's Uz- box the other week, and, and regularly yeah. I'm told. That's a big box. That's a It's a 20 seater box. Regularly, you know, it's got to be ready that 20 people could turn up for it, and regularly there are, you know, barely six, seven people in it. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting, isn't it? But what I was. But yeah, I could see more clearly than I usually can that 
kind of thing that certainly the Ramsey thing I did think he was he there were lots of times where he got the ball quite far up the pitch and and as you say kind of was like didn't have an immediate ball to play you know just didn't he didn't seem to have the confidence oddly to kind of play a quick ball to someone in the hope that someone would run onto it but there's no confidence in each other either no would you watch what Sanchez was doing picking the ball up deeper and deeper and deeper that is saying I don't trust my colleagues to do it it's like the kid at school who knows he's better than the rest it actually makes things worse because he tries and do too much and he was picking it up so deep and they were just putting first two on him second two on him and he never got anywhere but why is he doing that? because he's not trusting his teammates to feed him if he's further forward it's worth pointing out we had a lot of chances last night we did we should have scored well it's interesting yes very true we got up totally there Um, were chances to score yeah, yeah. I think if you freeze frame, I always think about this. If you freeze frame, and this is the sort of thing Alan Alga would like, you talk about. You can't just talk about shots. You can talk about yeah. goal scoring opportunities, yeah. serious goals. If you would have freeze framed the opportunity we had, I'm thinking of the Koscielny header, yes. Ozil's chances. Yes, you would have paused those moments and go, right, you've got those ten freeze frames. How many goals do we score? Naught would have been big odds. And it, maybe it was that. one of those nights we just needed one of them to go in. Would have won, and uh, the whole mood is completely different. I, know, well, I understand well, it's part of a run because if this hadn't come after the results we've had a defeat against Chelsea draw against Stoke and Liverpool it would have been taken in kind of a different guys because it's the fourth game in a row now it's a problem and yeah, also I saw it's the third um, it's the first time since February 2009 we've not scored in three consecutive league games so wow and unusual. look at the goal difference goal difference tells you something yeah, yeah, don't, don't just, yeah. and Tottenham are 10 clear on the goal difference I just didn't think I, I know it's weird because I you're at the game, and I, I thought the whole performance was incredibly insipid. But I, I agree with you. What you said, the first thing you said, that the only only two players played well, really, yeah. other than Sanchez. I thought everyone else was pretty much as disappointing. I mean, the defence was was fine. The yeah. defence was good actually. Bellerin was getting Bellerin was troubled. good. But in terms of the attacking, I'm not sure about Urso. Oh, really? Come on, you, last you, night you really, sh- you should score. You should, should score. If you're That's a world-class attacking scored. midfielder, you have two he occasions when that. you should score. I agree with that. And it is actually one of his weaknesses. And, yeah. and, and Wenger's told him he's got to score more goals. And I think Wenger yeah. last mean, the, night... The assist yeah. record, and he's so upped his game for us this year, yeah. but there's still a missing part of his game. He should be scoring, you know, 8 yeah, to 15 a season, and he's not. And yeah. a couple of those chances last That's night should I agree with that. I that do agree true. with that But one thing I like about Ersun I respect so highly that them, them chances came really early on, the, early on in the game And he didn't put his head down You're talking about the chance that he got No one else on that field had even got that opportunity What, a 50 yard ball over the top Taking it down as a cushion on his foot yeah. And hitting it first time No one on the pitch is going to do mm. that And then the second one was just him Just anticipating that Giroud's going to win the flick on And yeah, he should be scoring But like I said, he didn't put his head down. He kept going for it. There was one opportunity. We gets the ball on the byline. Him and Sanchez doing one-twos around like five players. He pulls it back across the six-yard box. And I'm thinking to myself, if Ozil is on the left-hand side with Sanchez, you, you mean to tell me Ramsey or Theo Walcott at the back post or Giroud's not busting a gut to get into the six-yard box just at the hope that there's going to be any type of opportunity? It just didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I know if I'm a striker, I'm going to trust Ertzil if he gets the ball on the byline. I'm going to be like, you know what? There's possibly an opportunity here. Giroud stands there like it's a Calvin Klein campaign. I'm just like, this is a <laughs> joke. Well, we've got to talk the Giroud bubbles burst, totally, because he hasn't played well. I mean, he, I, thought he was, I thought he was terrible in the cup on Saturday. Oh, absolutely God. terrible. Just use, absolutely useless. And, you know, he, was, he played really well for a period. Now, for me, like everyone's having a, again, everyone's having to go um, at um, my favourite last night, my son Theo, oh, and um, so he came on for like half an hour, and everyone's having to go, and he didn't miss one really he had good a chance. Great chance. He had one great chance, but he still, for me, the best period of play we've had this season was when he was up front. 
I thought the best performances I consistently was in that period. I agree. What, so for me, what I asked most about this. Oh, did you? Because oh, yeah, we were discussing it in the game, um, and he he said absolutely no way. If Theo Walcott goes up front for the last fourteen games, have Arsenal got any hope? He, he just didn't see it. And well, it I think so. Merson's wrong. I, I agree. I, I just don't see it. But I, when's I the last time we played? I, well? I feel more. Th- well, really hang well. on, you can't be. Like, Giroud's done pretty well by the last yeah, four but, games when the team haven't played particularly well. There's a correlation here. I, I wouldn't just completely cause disregard. Effect and cause. I don't, I, yeah, okay, you can argue it either way. But I would say Giroud has been strong enough at certain points this season. Has, has, has got some. You know, his, his goal figures are, are really, quite really. Giroud's been season. incredible. I, mean, I can never, can't even knock Giroud because I don't think he's that good. But, but he's, done he's been well. one desperately out of form. I don't because think he's been go, played out of position. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. I agree. And I started football. Position, doesn't mean you should be up this is going to bring us back to some terrible words I haven't uttered for a while, but 70 million in the bank. And I mean, Giroud and Walcott have done well at times this season, but are we finding out what we've maybe yeah. longed for, which is yeah. that strike force that gets you to third or fourth, yeah. not a strike force that wins you a title? Maybe they'll pull it off this year, and I still think it's possible because everything's so poor around them. Yeah. But I don't think they're good enough. Over 38 games to win you a title. No, I yeah, but, who, but then who do you go and sign? Uh, who do we go and sign? That's there available aren't, in the market. There are many around, but you know you can you can hark back a bit. But it still shows the absolute folly of not getting the Suarez bid right. But you know that what? is we going s- back a bit. That is going back. Oh a no, bit. I, I always we're about back. to see that in a couple. You know, in the flesh in what yeah. a fortnight's time. Yeah. But we've del- but it's an important point to make. It is an important I do think- point because yeah. you know it's not. We are remember we've now gone through four, five, six windows with a huge amount of money. Yeah, and maybe not tried enough to have a strong that absolutely a squad that's strong enough. And I People think say, oh, but when so and so's fit, so and so's fit. Last night it wasn't strong enough in midfield. There's ninety million pounds now propping up that bank. Oh, I don't account. think it wasn't strong and enough. The, in- the oh. injection of a real world class player now would boost everyone. Boost for yeah. all the other players. Mm. The, the crowd was flat last night. I just think that, you know, El Nenny, okay, he might be solid, he might do a job, but I still think, why not go after but who a world do you class sign? player to give who do a you boost? sign? Yeah. Do you know what it is? People say things like this, and I'm like, all right, cool, fair enough. But Man United has spent God knows how much money. It's not really helped them. Manchester City, for all the money they've spent. Only five points behind us. Yeah, but that's for the and amount of money they spent. Last season, they spent 200 and God knows how much million. They spent more money. They spent like 52 million on a 19 year old. Man City have spent hundred. Fifty million. <laughs> Turn it around. West Ham spent twelve million on pay it. You know, you, you, I understand you, where you're coming yeah. from, but for all the money people have spent. We're not that far or that f- in far. In f- like we're not. Yeah, but we. But I think you're doing. It's marginal differences. You yeah. Got, you, it's Me personally, I don't think it's. I just think but it's I the think man in charge. I don't think it's the players because I think if yeah, you look he's at that bought, squad, he's bought the players. He's I'm or not bought the players. I agree, but, 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 but are you saying, Poe, you think those players are good enough to win the game last night? Mate, so that's no, that eleven is not good enough to beat Southampton, and we think we can win the league. We're having a laugh. Yeah, but are you perhaps judging them on technical ability? But early on, or, I'm judging it on 21 about, shots on oh, goal and me, Fraser Foster man in the match. No, no, let me follow up on the, on, on the point here. Are there enough warriors amongst them? No. Technically, I no. think that there are great players. I'm not sure he has enough winners. You know, Leicester at all. Last night, I was wondering who was, cap- who was captain yesterday? Koscielny. I mean, it could have been anyone. Yeah. It was Walcott the game you. before. Yeah. It's that thing a little yeah. bit. Are there enough? You know what? I th- yeah, I, I, I totally agree with Tim. Spurs are third. Like, do you know what? In any yeah, other season, they've got? I'd have been like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. These are not, not warriors. Leicester City are not full of warriors, mate. Last season, they They've were got, struggling. Really? They are this year. That's what I'm saying. But, but are they really what, warriors? Did you watch the match of the day last yeah, night? Yeah, but I remember, watching, I remember I... watching Aston Villa um, in 98-99. <laughs> they were top in the new year. And then Aston Villa finished off fifth or sixth. So it's like, I don't even fooled by that Leicester City thing. I just think these boys need to take a little bit of responsibility for themselves. They're good enough to beat Southampton. I don't want to hear excuses about we should have signed this person or signed that person or done this or done that. Mate, it's Southampton. It's not Barcelona. It's not blimmin' Manchester United at Old Trafford. It's not Man City at the Etihad. It is 
Arsenal versus Southampton on a Tuesday night with a strong team we should be beating Southampton. We beat us 4 0 earlier in the I'm, season. I'm fully aware of that, but we should still be beating Southampton. But I think you're deluding yourself. I think a lot of Arsenal fans are deluded into thinking that this squad of players, this team of players, has, as I think I agree with Tim, the strength and intensity of personality they've got the technique. and leadership. I don't think they've got to, the personality. To, 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 to actually go as far as winning the league. That's no, the problem. I said we're not going to win the league from day one. I but know why we're not? not because the they're, they're lacking that intensity. If you watch, I watched, so I watched Manchester today last night. I watched yeah. Leicester, the Leicester game. I watched the Spurs game. And I think mm-hmm. all the, and City. And the thing they all had in common mm-hmm. that we absolutely singularly failed to have last night is intensity. They kind of have. So even though, you know, even the players that aren't as skillful as our players, they mm-hmm. play a pitch and a, a kind of level where they're constantly on it. And our play last night was like half. And I know we made all those chances. And I know on any other night we might have beaten them. Blah, blah, blah. But actually, I never thought we'd score last night. I knew we were going to There score. was something about yeah. the shots were flimsy and insipid the play was insipid everything about it you, the atmosphere was terrible I agree with that but, the, but you know I don't blame I don't blame the crowd for that I just think the whole setup is wrong there's something and I think it's been like this for months that we, like, even when we play really well it's kind of like because our decent attacking players manage to link together just about and score two, one or two goals and it works and it's fine but we lack for me what all the, our other main rivals at the ambition moment and aggressive a- absolutely ambition. and that killer, City killer City instinct. may well win the league this year but they're out there finding themselves a stronger manager yeah. It's ruthless. Make yourself better. Make yourself better. You feel that Arsenal's comfortable to sit there. Who will really be up, that upset in the club if they do finish where we are now fourth? Will they be upset enough as a club? I think no. they will, you know. I think the people will. Look, I, well, I no, agree no, not what us you're as saying. fans. I mean, I no, mean the, the, players, owner, the, the owner, the chief executive, the manager. Will any of those three be that upset with fourth? I mean, they even, think they'll be upset even if you're completely brutal commercially, it helps being the Premier League champions. They've got to care on oh, a certain no, level. Yeah, they make more money if they win it, but will they really care? Will they care to change things? If you look at the situation that we're in currently, that we can actually win the Premier League, I think they will be. They'll have to have a really cold heart to not be upset. And I understand where you lot are coming from, because I don't think we can win the league. But are we good enough on a Tuesday night to beat Southampton at the Emirates? Mate, I'm sorry. Of course we're not on paper. Well, we clearly weren't. No, no, I think we, but we weren't. Why weren't no, we? No, we weren't, were we? I don't know why we weren't. Attitude. But shots from goal, it just doesn't make any sense to me. To take one point out of six, against Southampton in the last six weeks is an attitude thing yeah. the game down there it was like he said what did Theo Walcott say maybe we had an extra portion too much because it was dinner or some stupid comment that he said I know they standard, get wheeled yeah. out to say these things but it's attitude isn't it it's attitude yeah, and fight when it matters and, and that comes from the top though doesn't it and so now that? it's also about the mental thing of being in a, in a race yeah. But is it a race now I don't even think it's a race now for the simple fact but that mathematically it is two years ago I'll be honest with you two years ago Arsenal finished fourth and we were top for the most amount of days in the Premier League. I remember it was March 2nd, Southampton. No, Sunderland. We beat them 4-0. We were still top. But if you look at the end of the season, it was Chelsea versus Liverpool. Oh, yeah. So I think the race yeah. really starts half, like, halfway through March towards the end of the season. So this is the build-up to getting into the race. And if I'm being honest with you, are we really out of it right now? No. Leicester City, we still got to play them in two weeks. they still got to play. Who they got to play you, as well? But you yourself said you We're not going to win the league, though. <laughs> right. We're going to get in the race, though, 100%. Like, I think everyone's pressing the panic button too bloody early. It's like, chill down. It's not going to be as bad as we expect like I said our rivals are not that great but if you're but if you A were thinking our rivals aren't that great Mm. Right, fine, but then you equally think we're not going to win the league. Then mm. what is the problem? Why don't you think we're going to win Why the league? Going to be? Because I don't think our spine's strong enough. I don't. I don't trust Olivier Giroud in front of goal. I don't. He's done oh, okay. well, but I do not trust him in front of goal. Yeah. I do not trust Koscielny's partner, whether it's Gabriel Permet or Saka, and I don't mm. trust that centre midfield completely. I don't. I think. I think Ramsey's all right when he wants to be. Sadly, Cazola's all right when he wants to be. I trust Cochrane, Ertzil, 
Czech and Koscielny. Apart from that, I don't trust the rest of the spine. And when I look at some of the greatest Arsenal sides I've had the privilege of watching throughout the years, even when I first started watching Arsenal in 96, we had Adams. And if we had Keown, we had Bold, we had Warriors in the middle of the park, we had Vieira, we had Petit. Um, but that's what we're saying, it is the Warrior thing. I mean, they're all, even the ones that, I mean, maybe not Flamini, but most oh, of the other so players are technically amazing. accomplished. It is, we are, you're right, we are lacking in the Warriors. And, and yeah, we are lacking leadership, um, like the gentleman to my right said as well, but I just, it's the spine's just not good enough. It's just genuinely not good enough. Uh, yesterday we needed a little bit of magic through the middle just yeah. something off the cuff 30 yards top pins and you're thinking where did that come from and I, not, like you said not at one point in that game did I think it was going to happen because of the quality of the spine how many times did we see Ramsey last night run beyond Olivier Giroud not once did I see no. Aaron Ramsey run beyond Olivier Giroud. And I think back to Borussia Dortmund away him running beyond Olivier Giroud to get the winner there I think about him against Liverpool once upon a now I'm looking at him like, mate, what's going on? What about Wenger there? Because we w- watched him last night. Did you watch the, p- the post-match interview on Match of the Day when... when he got upset in the he tunnel, got upset. didn't he? He got upset in the tunnel, It was apparently. all the fourth official's because, fault. Yeah. What, but, what, he said it's something like, it's always the same with you. And yeah. then Ronald Koeman replied, no, it's, no, it's always, always the same yeah. with you. Yeah. Which is fair enough. And that was point was made again on the Match of the Day interview. They were saying, oh, you know, is this, is this the same situation? Uh, is this the same we've yeah. had every... And, and they, as I pointed out last week, you know when it's something, someone says something true to him because he gets really irritated by no, it. No, I... And I he got really irritated I'll by it. And I think that's bad because he's got, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely fair question. People it is the same thing know. year after year. No, people mean, no? should have more respect than to oh, ask that kind of question of, of the great man. He, he, he is obviously so he's our point. Me, Of course he's upset. But of course he's upset. We've had 21 shots as gold, as Poe was just saying. We've had 10 on target. Mesut Ozil should have scored. Theo, your love child, should have certainly scored <laughs> on one of his two attempts. Ozil should have oh. scored. We've had chances to win the game. And it comes at the end of a run where we're now dropping away and we're fourth. But of course, Poe says, of course we're not out of it. So people go, oh, is it the same, Arson? Is it Groundhog Day again? Are you going to finish fourth? Why? Because we're fourth at the moment. Leicester City is still a bigger price than we are to win the league. So are Tottenham Hotspur. It's between us and Man City. It's a fair I still enough question, that. though, isn't it? What is it the when same? You, when you haven't team... scored in three games I I and you like... sink from full, I don't and like... from when we were top of the league, but what I don't like is this this world we live in, where if like Mesa Ozil scores and we win one nil. It doesn't, you know, it can't be a completely different world we all well, live that, in. Yeah, but just on one little is, chance. That is the world of football. But that is exactly the world. You know, yeah, we it, didn't. It, 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 it is at the end of a season, but let him have towards the end of a season. Let, you know, because there'll be a game where, you know, to a time we might, we might play much worse but win the game. And I just think, you know, let's see, let's see where we end up. There's lots more, there's lots more football to be played. Leicester got to go and play Man City on Saturday. If that ends in a draw and Arsenal win, then we'll be what, two, three points behind? And oh, I know. But so, I mean, it's, it's not all doom and gloom. It's just that we have to accept the circumstances we're in. I just feel the spine is not good enough at all. When I look at Man City's spine, if company comes back, Otamendi company, you've got Joey Hart in goal, you've got Fernando, Fernandinho, Silva, we're not going to win the league if that is our competition. That's how I genuinely feel in my hearts. And I'm not even disappointed at that. You mean you Raheem Sterling and you still got um, Kevin De Bruyne? I look at Theo Walcott. You can't have potential for 10 years. That's, that's ridiculous. But this Absolutely year, ridiculous. this season in which City, all of those big teams have, been, have dropped points and they've all kind of fucked it up in their different ways throughout the season, it's pretty galling the fact that this is, I mean, this is the year, isn't it? I mean, not even more now with no Pep. Guardiola is going to be the city manager next yeah. year. I mean, you can write that off. Do you think that, do you think that is in 
already now hitting the squad. Do you think the fear of if we don't do it this year, it's, it's kind know. of like a reverse psychology going oh, on? No, it's it not... in the fan base. It's there. Can we yeah, come on? The fan base. It's totally totally there. Has managed an incredible team at Barcelona and an incredible, incredible team, team at Bayern. Oh, he will Let's... take that. He will. T- yeah, he and will he's going to have the richest club in the country. Tim, can you? I'll take next season's Premier League. I'll take nineteen teams. You can have Man City, and we'll have a bet if you want. Yeah. Okay, any amount you what want. What do you mean? I'll take the what 19 other horses. How does that bet work? Oh, you can back Man City to win the league. I'll have the other 19 other horses. I don't think it's a formality I don't think it's, yeah, that not at all. Pep You're talking Guardiola about wins a, the league. a glorified Scottish league What I'll definitely Germany. give you is Pep Guardiola will finish higher than Arsene Wenger. Well, that is a likely scenario, of course, because Man City <laughs> have a better squad of players, 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 as Poets just said. And they've got more money, so it's, like, it's not like he's going to Aston Villa. I see you do a job there. Like, it's Pep Guardiola going to do the best squad in the country with the most money, the most resources. Yeah. Like, I expect him to finish higher. Like, it's not like I'm going to be, oh my lord, he's better than Arsene Wenger. I'm not. He's going to the best team in England with the most money. What do you expect? But it's not disrespectful to say that, you know, he is, I mean, in, in many ways, right now, better than, better than Arsene Wenger, isn't it? I mean, it's not... Well, he's, people say, oh, you know, he was at the best... He, what he achieved at Barcelona was extraordinary. Arsene, Arsene could have left Arsenal at some point in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, gone to manage in Spain. Lasted a year. No. Well, no, you don't know. Have. Might have won a few mm. titles. He might have gone elsewhere, won titles. We, we don't know. We can't say know. one's better than the other. I think you know, Never, Wenger, has out more, in the... <laughs> Wenger has seen a project at Arsenal, which included the transformation. Gone, Josh, do you think he had have gone for a big team in Europe? That the ball, whoever runs that team, would have let him not buy an outfield player in the summer transfer window. Yeah, but who do they want to let him get away with it? Who would you have wanted him? To but sign? every other team in Europe did. But who would you want him to? Every sign? other team I'm in Europe. You, who would you want him to sign? Anyone? Nah, that's not good enough. Schneiderlin. Schneiderlin. Yes. Schneiderlin. Where is yes. he at Man United now? What's he doing? I don't care. He was He's a really good onions, player. Mate, in the kitchen. He's I don't not care. doing He's nothing. a really good player. Wanyama. Really, 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 really good player last night. Wanyama's not him. a really good player. He is a really good no, player. No, at Southampton, who doesn't get a lot of airtime, if he plays good four games in one season... He's a really good player. Lallana was a prime example of that. I told everyone, Lallana is another English overrated player. You'll see when he goes to a top club and he has but to play well every single you're week. You're telling me As it, it's justifiable that we're who. the only team in the entire continent I'm not it's I'm to not buy an outfield player. Everyone else found one outfield to... player. I've named players. You, do, you can disagree. You disagree. You but there were players out there that who? would have improved the squad. They who? would have improved the squad. I've just named two. They would have improved the squad. You're saying you said Flamini. You think Flamini's better than you think Flamini's better than Wanyama and Schneiderlin? You think Flamini's better? Do you know what it is? It's like me comparing Fiora Walcott to Oxford Chamberlain. Like I don't compare people that I don't think are of levels. Like Wanyama is not a player that I expect to play well against the top sides. I don't think he's good at all. But it's Flamini. Bang average. He's better than Flamini. Think about it. The past season we bought Czech. World class. We've bought Sanchez. World class. Ertzel. World class. If we're not going to buy world class players, I don't want more bang average players in. You want someone better than Flamini. Yeah, yeah, you want someone better than Firmino? Are, are, are they better than in our squad? Are they better class. than Arteta? Are they fitter than Riziki? Yes. Are they world class? It doesn't matter. Are they it's not every single. No. That's all, ridiculous. What do you want to do? Win the league or finish fourth? I want to have a player. Better Wanyama than is Firmini not carrying you to the title at all. Well, Wanyama, he, might. he might. If you lose the title, if you don't win, if he'd have played instead of Flamini, we would have won more games than we won now. I guarantee you that. I guarantee. If he'd been playing for us last night instead of Flamini, and we'd have swapped those two players around, we might have won the game. I don't know. I've seen Fernando and Fernandinho playing for Man City. I've seen Kevin. The exactly, Bruyne, I've seen them, and they still have lost five games a season. So I don't know if that's. But not true. every single player on your squad can be world class, can they? So what but we've your got DM, now is, but your you, DM, you've more pointed, your spine has to be incredible. Out, you've pointed out yourself that we've yeah. got 
a, a spine of world-class players, and everyone around them aren't world-class, right? So there's, so there's a huge gap between the players like Flamengo and players like Urzo. There's a middle ground of yeah. players who are really, really good, who are going to improve the squad, aren't necessarily world-class, but are definitely better than the squad players we have at the moment. That's what Me we didn't do. I want a, I want a world-class DM. I want, back. I want you a can't world-class ever, DM. Yeah, well, or, if not world an exceptional DM. If you can't find well, a world-class, do you stick with Flamini and that Arteta? What... If you, mate, you need to get the best. We're Arsenal, you know. But so you're we saying, you're telling, Arsenal, me, you're telling me, you're telling me. What do you reckon get... Real Madrid do? Do you reckon Real Madrid are going to be like, well, we can't get a world class player, so we're just going to get some bang average guy to come and sit in no, the field? No, no, no. You get a player better than the ones we've got. No, something exceptional. Poet. You're going to have to no, go and better than we've got. Poet, oh, mate, poet. There must be that. Poet, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this, but there must be players that you want to see come into Arsenal. So who are they? So who are who are the ones that you you would have liked to see come in? Kevin that De Bruyne. I wanted so badly because I know that boy is so much class. Then the point would be that there has been money in the bank. Yeah, could have so bought him. Why didn't we get? Because people? Man City are going to come across and say, "All right, fifty mil, big signing on fee." These are young men, you know. Do you think they care about English football? Do you think they care about Man City? We've they got care lots about of money. money. Exactly. Not we've compared, got lots of it. Well, compared to Man City. Yeah, well, we've got seventy million sitting in the compared bank. Compared to Man City, you've got seventy million in the bank. Compared to Man City, what good does seventy million come There's off a the soft bench? That takes your car, and, takes your car and drives it and parks it. We can't compare yeah, with Man can. City. We, we can. We, well, you could have bought De Bruyne with with the seventy million. If Man City offer 50 mil and Arsenal offer 50 well, mil it. to your happens. son, your son's 20 years old, where's he going to go that- realistically in this day and age? To well, play you try. Well, why didn't, why, well, why did Ozil join then? Yeah, why, why did, did Sanchez join? Because he was getting kicked out. Ozil was getting... You think Ozil came to Arsenal because he was like, yeah, I really want to play with... No, nah, mate, he was getting kicked out. Oh, that's not what Arsene Wenger no. said. Of course he's going to lie. He's not going to say to us <laughs> what he was getting kicked out. He's going to make it seem glamorous and lovely. Ozil did not want to leave Real Madrid. No, he didn't. Whatsoever. He, he was getting pushed out. I think they phoned Arsene Wenger. Do you want to take him? Yeah, I'll take him. No problem. And then he came. Di Maria. So you know you're saying. So are you saying that Arsenal, who have at least seventy million in the bank, but we could mm. spend much more than that? Really? Can't oh, yeah, really. They could, they could we spend make more money. We make more money than any other team in the world on a match day. We're saying we cannot compete with any player that City wants to buy. Purely because the people at the top are probably the problem. You see, Man City. But I don't agree with that. I think you're wrong. I think I you're absolutely think I'm wrong. wrong because I'm looking at the evidence. Man City have spent 150. Do you think we tried to get De Bruyne? Did we try? No, of course we didn't. So the Other manager might have tried. <laughs> I don't even know if he's down to the manager. I don't even know. I don't know. Someone there. How so many times about. did he watch Pogba? Not sure. Not sure. Not Pogba sure. Pogba is not going to go. Why? Because I know him, Phil, his cousin, you and do. Pogba is not. I'm telling you, he first now. Time, like he was he never going to come. He hates English football purely because of what Alex Ferguson's done to him. So he left Manchester United and said, "I'm going to Juventus, and I'm going to stay here. And the next move I make is to Spain." He's not going to come we'll to Arsenal. He might come to Man City because again, money and so. Oh, but he's so not going to come Arsenal. So money might have done it. He's not going to come off. I promise you. Pogba will not come off. All right. But there are players... You're telling me. You Suarez. Back, you, you, you're, I think... Gerard lot- convinced him not to go. No, we didn't put the money up. Ger- no, he's got, in for in he's got a clause in his contract that says more than 40 mil he goes. Gerard sat him down and he said in an co- in a, um, interview, I'm glad that I didn't go to Arsenal. A year later, who comes along? Barcelona. Where's your son going to go? Barca or Arsenal? I think we need to be honest. We are Arsenal. We are not Barcelona. We are not Real Madrid. We've got 70 million in the Manchester. bank. But it doesn't matter. because Because we've got 70 mil, but so do Man City, who are a better team than us, a better institution. They're but like they, a, poet, they can't like want come. every player we're ever going to buy. And, if, if, and also, not only that, they're not talk, allowed to buy every player. But you talk buy. about people wanting to come where the money is and the glamour, and yeah, ultimately yeah, money yeah, talks. Yeah, yeah. So at some 100%. point, we'd be able, to, be able to put up enough money that would talk. 
Yeah, tell you I, what I, really, I tell you what a really, really aggressive club would have done. Go on. It's January. It would have gone to Leicester. 35 million for Vardy. Now, you can laugh and say he's not worth that. But you say, what does that do? It takes Jamie Vardy off Leicester. So it wipes out one of your main opponents for the title. And it gives you someone that oh, scores goals. You only do it for three months. Mil for Vardy. Well, because you've got to think like a winner. Oh, then English you don't use him again joke, for next know, year. I'm talking about thinking of an attitude. Yeah, I agree. You've got to have a winning attitude. Yeah. You've got so to always got to get a Make our team. How, do we, how do we make our team stronger? How do we I mean. not make other teams so strong? Arsenal just bob along. Just bob want... along, Bob Average, 70 million sitting Bob's in the bank when we look at the team. I don't oh, think Bob. I would have scored more goals than Giro. I wouldn't be happy. Oh, I with... want a top strike. I don't know. Me personally, that's like the finer things in life. I like, don't want Vardy. But I'm saying, what would I do in the short term? What would I do in the short term if there's no one available? Six months. And then in the summer, we've got the same problem again. So we have to go and be In three months, I want to win the title. Is there a guarantee that if we get Vardy, we're going to win the title? Are you guaranteed for that? As John Maynard Kane said, in the long term, we'll all be dead. Who cares in the long term? Short term, win titles. I want to be successful. How many overrated English players have we all witnessed in our lives, man? Doing really well at a club that's a little bit mediocre. Goes to the spotlight and all of a sudden you're like, Andy Carroll, what are you doing now? Henderson, what are you doing now? Milana, what are you doing now? I hope we win the title. If we don't, it'll probably be a matter of the number of points you can count on the fingers of one hand. How Mm. frustrating... And I do agree with Boyd. You, buy, you don't buy a world-class player. You buy someone who might be a little bit better than Flamini. If yeah. that gets you two points or four might points more over those days, better than might, gives you, if that gives you two or four points more, that is probably going to be the difference between winning doing. a title this year. Your competition is not buying someone a little bit better. Yeah, they are. No, they weren't. City bought Delft. City bought Delft to improve on what they had. Oscar was at Chelsea. He's playing attacking midfielder. Cesc Fabregas is not a little bit better than Oscar. What we have right now is a big problem at DM. A big problem. So you're saying don't do anything about Man it. Man City have got Delph, you're... Fernandinho and Fernando. We have got basically no one apart from Coughlin. Right, but so what you're arguing against so so What should we do about but that? But we can't afford to go What do we do another, about it? Get a bad boy that comes in and does the Who? job straight away. I you're arguing against yourself. Not, you're, saying, not, you're saying... You're saying... Well, on the one hand... Listen, listen, listen. Listen to me. On the one hand, you're saying we cannot compete with Man City over any world-class player. On the other hand, you're saying we only want world-class players. What do we do? We're never going to buy anyone. They're going to buy Delph. We go out and I don't... I don't know. Listen, I, that's not my job. I'm a fan. I'm meant to go there and support my team and do whatever I've got to do. Them, them people in that squad, they need to identify a DM that can come in and do it. Schneiderlin is not that guy at all. He's not that guy. When Yama has never been that guy. Ever. We've got to go out and identify Did somebody you? that will come in and do a job, do something incredible. Wenger must be. He's been doing it for years with scouts from getting the Anelkas and the Thierry Henry's for 10.5. It's a long time so- ago, mate. I'm just 20 saying, years some, ago he was doing right, that you're right you're right it is a long time ago but Kleb wasn't that long ago and do you know who Nazi was doing that it long for ago. him that, he, all of that was done for him by Gerard Houllier because Houllier was running Claire Fontaine and he was acting as our chief scout they've still got games together now they're big mates but we've never really had the input into the French market since Gerard Houllier stopped advising Wenger on the scouting mm. 20 years ago we, the players you well, just Nazi cited wasn't, well Nazi wasn't 20 years ago and, and Alexander Kleb wasn't 20 years ago well 10 years well we must have pl- plucked people yeah, like Bellerin from the Barcelona Academy at a certain age you know, there's still a few success stories there are too. some coming through but actually now give them credit the success stories are when they're spending big money it's true and doing That's it well I agree with that. 
But I just want big money on big players. I don't want big money on mediocre players. It just, it just drives me up the wall because I'm looking at so it you're saying, you're I'm happy the, now, but I'm going to be vexed in a year. So you're, you're in the camp of you'd rather have one forty million rather than like three ten million. Yeah, I can't yeah. deal with all that. Because yeah. then when someone doesn't play one, well, you're bringing someone else in. I want a consistency. I want a consistent eleven where I'm like, that's my player that plays DM. That's my boy that plays up front. See, in and around the wingers and the fullbacks, I don't give a damn what they do. But that spine, I want it to be strong. I want to know who that spine is. It's the biggest problem with the England national team. If you ask me the England national team spine, I tell you heart after that I ain't got a clue and then things get on my nerves I want to have a strong spine everything around it can all oh, it can change I don't really mind give us a strong spine let us do, let the yeah, Arsenal fans know power, but- who's going to start every single week and not a mediocre spine a strong spine Wanyama is a mediocre player he's better than Flamini you're anyway. better Flamini right so why would we start with Flamini why have we had spent most of the season the playing that fucking player Wanyama will still take us fourth or third he won't take us first like yep we're going to win the league because Wanyama was I, I genuinely don't understand because as far Every as I'm concerned we've got a I think we've I think we've won <laughs> we, yeah, we, have, we haven't spoken about the Burnley FA Cup game and maybe we'll just move on to looking at the game at the weekend at Bournemouth but the, the third FA Cup in a row is still on and we've yeah, got what's a nice draw is, this is what's nice going to I'll give you my prediction now so we'll win the cup again Brilliant, and we we'll get come to keep it. third or fourth in the league. We get to keep it if we really. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it, and it's going to be another really weird season where you just can't quite work out how you feel about that. Frankly, unbelievably repetitive. As long situation. as you're coughing your that. champagne, That's what's as long as you've got your champagne in your box from behind the clock in, now you'll be all right. No, I'm furious with that. Frankly, yeah, and you know, it's just like. I just I think Tim's I think it will be indicative of the fact that we just something about us we'll we tolerate push it. on we'll tolerate, we'll tolerate it. fans will tolerate it and, and that's no. why I get angry but that's the reason why I want big players because I know oh, we've got a massive problem I, I can't have these little small mediocre things coming in and contributing Unless, to do you a think big problem that, do you think that it's a case of having a manager to get more out of the players we have now and do you know what as, as sad as it is to say that also could be the problem we haven't even explored the prospect of it being the gaffer's fault we've kept the same guy in for how long and I He's done an incredible job in terms of maintaining us getting Champions League football, but like I said before, I just think he's a little bit out of touch on how to approach a title race. I don't think he's got it in him anymore. He used to, but now what I'm seeing, nil-nil against Southampton, half-time, he should have given them boys a bollocking. He should have let them know, what do you want to do? Do you really want to win this league? Yeah. He was angry last night, wasn't he? I mean, I, I thought he was clearly, yeah, he was kind of clearly quite angry. animated, yeah. yeah. he was quite animated. What do you think about Bournemouth, Boyd? Um, well, we've just got to win that game. I mean, well, we've said that for a couple of games. I know, though. but it really, I think, you know, for me, it's like, it is the situation that happens often with us where we get to this point where we have a massively disappointing period and then we just about manage to pull it together enough. So we'll now go on a run. I'm, I'm, I imagine we'll beat Bournemouth, go on a little run. Beat, well, it's Leicester after that. I know, it's Leicester. Lose after to that. Leicester, and you're talking about eight point gap. Yeah, I don't oh. think we will lose Leicester. I think we'll do just enough to maintain that kind of hovering outside <laughs> give top us place. Give us hope. <laughs> and then we'll finish third or fourth. That's what happened. So, yeah, I think we'll beat Bournemouth um, Benic- 2-1. Benicophobe, um, our old player. Yes. We'll let go. He'll be, yes. He'll be, he's been a good... He's, what, yeah, he's been good. got three or four of them? Three and three. He's scoring. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to poet on, on against Bournemouth? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to try and be positive and optimistic and look at you like, we don't have a good record against Stoke away. We've got a nil-nil there. We don't have a good record against Chelsea. 
we lost. I expected that. We don't really have a great record against Southampton, so I think we're going to go to Bournemouth and we're going to, it's going to be a tight affair. But I reckon we'll edge it two one. I genuinely think we'll win that game. Two one. Yeah, and we've got an record. agreement there, have we? It's your first visit or first visit. <laughs> so you, in a way, yeah. you can't draw any. No. You don't know what's going to yeah. happen. It's why it's yeah. one. It's a new it's a experience. Capacity, but it's That's why true. it's yeah. one of the you know die for away tickets because yeah. everyone's trying to tick yeah, off new very hard to get a ticket. Yeah, well, small allocation, but also also everyone that's ticking the I've been to every ground that Arsenal have played at. It's a must go to amongst the. the Are I'm, you going? To? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going either. Are you going? Couldn't get a ticket. Oh, Genuinely, God. first time in years. None of my me and my mates have managed to get God. a ticket, so uh, we're not going to be there. Um, so, what's your prediction, Tim? Yeah, Tim, what do you? I think, think Arsenal will win that one. Yeah, two, two or three one. Okay, and Josh, three, three two, three, three two. two. The goals, okay. goals in the game. Boyd, I've said two one. Yeah, two one, yeah. and then and then we'll see what happens against Leicester. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's exciting times. Well, it's been a lively. Yeah, it's been affair. fantastic. To have Thank you very on. much. Yeah. No problem. Poet. Thanks, Thank Tim. you very much, Tim. Thanks, Josh. And we back. What day are we back next week? I'm confused. I believe it's Thursday next week. Is it? Okay. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so See you next much. Week. Thank you, bye. <laughs> this is a Playback Media production brought to you in association with Why Not. To get all the links for this podcast, go to arsenalpodcast.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.